Yes, we did it. We are here for episode two, and it's going to be less of a preview and more of a full-length expected episode out of Good Company. I'm JD, um, head of marketing for us, and I have an exciting couple segments that we're introducing here. Uh, the first one is going to be sort of a co-hosting interview experience with Jonathan Smalley, the founder and CEO of Yaguara. So without further ado, let's jump into that now. Hello and hello to you, Jonathan. Um, for all of the massive amounts of listeners out there, um, today's uh, honestly the real first episode of Good Company and co-hosting with me is founder uh, and CEO of Yagora, Jonathan Smalley. Hello, Jonathan. JD, what's up, buddy? I know both of our moms, as I think our only followers at this point, are just like really ecstatic to hear our voices. So it's exciting to be chatting with you today. Absolutely. My mom absorbs a lot of content, so I just pray that she sticks around for the whole episode. There's uh, a lot in her queue. So, hey, but that's that's our goal here is to entertain and inter- inform. Ma- Mama Crabtree, the, the content queen, I believe, is her official title. Yes, of of uh, rural Tennessee. Um, <laughs> so, super excited to to launch this initiative. I know it's something you and I've talked about for a bit, and it, it feels like a a good time as we're doing a lot of exciting things here, and teams expanding, and in all types of reach and things like that. I, I think it makes sense. There's, to there's talk also about. just like not enough podcasts. You know, the world <laughs> needed more uh, white guys on podcasts. So I think that's another reason. Heed the call. We were like, we will, we will absolutely, we'll be there. So speaking of, of why it makes sense to even bring another podcast into the, the large directory out there, you know, why do you think that's interesting, you know, from your angle, like starting the company and where we're at today? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I think like you obviously came up with a name for the podcast, Good Company. And I think that's like kind of a nice segue to talk about why I think we as a company and this podcast, why we thought there might be an opportunity to do something a bit different, you know, with my background first being kind of like product and data and analytics. And then starting my first company, I think I've just always been passionate about how do we, I guess, like be a, a good or, or a great company in a couple of different ways, both qualitatively, like how are we aligned as a team? How do we treat people well? How do we, you know, represent the things that we believe in our, our brand and culture and all those different things? And the other side of that is like, how, how do we execute well? How do we, you know, provide value out into the world and, and ultimately, you know, accomplish goals, drive traction, all of those different things. And so obviously there's tons of podcasts out there. We joked about it earlier, but, you know, I think there's an opportunity to, to hopefully have some human conversations with some some pretty cool people, probably particularly in like the commerce space around just like, what does it mean to be a good company and, and kind of a good person in general? Yeah, absolutely. One thing you hit on that makes a lot of sense to me is the human aspect to this. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit with people, you know, we're, we're going to bring on and stories we're going to tell. But I think uh, uh, especially in 2020, whether it's like working with like a tool or, or data or, or trying to help companies be better, kind of like these, you know, the, almost these like non-living things. It's like telling like the human side behind everything and what's driving. And some of it will be informal, some of it will be formal. And that's just what people want to hear, like that that there is someone 
exactly like them going through or accomplishing similar goals or overcoming similar obstacles. And I think sometimes that can that can be lost sometimes in a you could call it like, um, you know, e-commerce or tech or things like that. It gets very data driven. And, 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 you know, and I think this is a good place to, to like bring it back to like, no, we're all we're all humans trying to accomplish interesting things. And so good place to, to relay that. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're, we're excited, if, if nothing else, just to have, I think, a chance to like hang out a little bit together and talk about things that we're passionate about, even if no one else listens. But I think with that, like, you know, for anyone out there who's listening, who cares, you know, I think it's always helpful to have some kind of format, probably for both JD and I being a little bit ADD, <laughs> as well as for like any listeners to kind of understand how we're going to think about this. You know, we're going to probably kick things off pretty informally like we are today. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about, you know, what's going on with us as people, what we're seeing in the industry, some updates on Yaguara, if that's a thing that anyone cares about. And then we're going to try to have a couple of interesting interviews every week and, and kind of have those structured in a really specific way. And then I think JD will probably wrap up each week, hopefully talking about some interesting kind of industry stuff. But for the interview section of things, I think we're excited. There's some cool people already lined up for our first few podcasts, which I know we're both excited about. First of all, like what's, I think the overarching view of the company, like what's the company's ethos and, and, and like overarching strategy. We're going to start there thinking about like that strategy piece. Why do we think we're a good company? Why do we think we exist? Like, is there a purpose behind that? Second of all, is culture thinking about like, you know, I, I say a lot of cheesy things all the time internally as a company, That's true. but <laughs> Yeah, it's really uh, obnoxious. I feel like, you know, as a 29-year-old, people are like, I I've become my dad. And I think I've been my dad for a really long time in terms of like old man jokes. But I think like ultimately, like good culture, like we, I think we try to do a lot of things and um, are constantly trying to improve on, on how to approach culture. But I think for for me and, and for us as a company, a great culture ultimately comes down to like great people who assume the best of each other, who give each other the benefit of the doubt. And so I think we're excited to talk to some folks who have built companies, who have scaled good culture. And, and I think like a learn ourselves how uh, from them and, and how we can improve on our culture and B just like let them tell their stories and, and share that with you all. And hopefully there's something helpful or, or interesting in there. And then, yeah, the last piece probably get a little nerdy with things like we want to dive into, we call this category like data, but I think it's, it's more than just like talking about ETL pipelines or like DBT models or anything like that. I think we want to talk about like as a business, how should you be thinking about things? What, what should matter? Um, you know, I think a, a big thesis for us as a company is, is ultimately like this idea of, of data utility and making things actionable. So yeah, I think just excited to dive into all that with with you, JD, and, and hopefully some, some folks that are smarter than both of us and certainly ramble less than I do. <laughs> no, it's awesome. And yeah, we, we talk about like humanizing data, which is, I, I feel like this is well, one, it's a big initiative for our company, but you know, it's, it's something that's excited to hear people talk about it. Like it's this metric is sort of like a living, breathing thing. And I, I think there's a, there's definitely a space for that, that we're excited to bring to light. I, I also thought about how almost all of this it comes back to settlers of Catan strategy of strategy, culture, and data, and I and I think there's just maybe like an additional segment we'll offer up on like real time settlers of Catan strategies. So I've never won, so I might need to be listening. Yeah, so. we should we should just do like some live, uh, maybe slightly intoxicated mini episodes of uh, of of my wife Grace uh, kicking both of our asses at Catan. I think. 
that that is probably going to get way more interest than anything yeah, that, that you and I the, talk about. <laughs> I'm running the I'm running the numbers over here, and I think that's a way to skyrocket the charts. But um, uh, yeah, you know, it, it'll evolve like most good companies. I, I like to say that is is like you know we're going to continue to bring on segments and and different types of people and and um, different type of topics. I think what's awesome in these early days is is definitely feedback. You can get in touch with us almost any way possible. Whether it's like hello at yagwar.co or Twitter, LinkedIn, JD's Facebook. DMs are very open. <laughs> My open uh, Instagram DMs, and you know we're we want to bring the best content possible because it's ultimately not about us; it's about the other good companies out there. Totally. Jonathan. I mean, I, I yeah. I guess the last thing I'll say on that is again, probably just our bombs. But if there is anyone else out there, if there's like a topic you care to hear about from us. If there's a person you'd like to hear from, specifically in like tech or, or commerce, we're not afraid of doing some cold outreach and seeing if we can get a hold of somebody. So yeah, drop us a line, drop us a note, let us know what you guys care about and we'll try to make it happen. Yeah. And on that note, I think we're done for today. We won't reveal the person for our first episode, but should be a, an awesome and pretty energetic first guest coming up soon. So so look out on all your Spotify's and Apple's and Google's or all the... All the, all the platforms will um, we'll be coming at you soon with another with another episode here. Hot into the what? It's not called an inbox. There I go, being old again. What what do you call it? Like <laughs> into your podcast feed? Yeah, insert Johnny trying to be uh, young and relevant joke. <laughs> Love it, but yeah, your feeds, your RSS feed. How about that? But yeah, thanks, cool. Johnny. And all right, um, homie, we'll chat soon. Absolutely. See you, buddy. Peace. All right, to close us out today, I would like to introduce a new segment and in section, uh, you know, centering around news and movements and, and industry thoughts uh, for the adjacent spaces that Yeguara serves. For those that subscribe to our newsletter, there's a section called The Hunt where we, where, you know, we cover things, whether it's a mix of fundraising and partnerships and just overall cool things that, that brands and, and commerce companies are doing. Definitely going to do a, a twist of that here in audio format. Um, so let's jump right into it. So one thing we'd like to cover is the Row fundraising. Um, for those that are not familiar with Row, they are a digital elective care and telemedicine company. They just raised $200 million and are now being evaluated at a cool $1.5 billion. Since their beginning, they've done a good job transforming, you know, you know, treating things such as erectile dysfunction, uh, you know, basically bringing this as like a telemedicine service. Since that like beachhead product, they've actually expanded to a product for, uh, you know, women's health called Rory. Since Roman has turned into the men's segment and Zero is a segment for them that's uh, around smoking, smoking treatment. So with their expansion, uh, they now can treat around 20 different conditions. It's everything from sexual health, weight loss, dermatology, allergies. This new financing is going to further reshape the healthcare system in a time when, especially in 2020 and COVID-19, when a lot of in-person and and, and more traditional appointments and, and treatment is a little bit more difficult, they're bringing it right to the doorstep. So a pretty awesome fundraise and for a company that we know pretty well and excited to see what they do further. 
Moving along to the next type of fundraising, Forerunner Ventures. Uh, for those that are not familiar with Forerunner Ventures, they, they've had some pretty notable investments with Warby Parker, Birchbox, Glossier, Dollar Shave Club, and a lot of other names that are showing up around your house. I think it's an awesome, interesting time for a consumer-focused fund to raise something, which is $500 million for their fifth namesake fund. I think that gives a, a lot of confidence for, for the markets and, and for direct-to-consumer and just e-commerce and commerce in general. It's an awesome job by the Forerunner team in, in you know, continuing to like trailblaze, basically fund the type of companies that we support. On a more Zatter update is Latote is filed for bankruptcy. For those that can remember, Latote made a bold strategic move to buy Lord & Taylor, a classic you know, New York City-based brand. Unfortunately, they are both going to be uh, filing for bankruptcy under the Latote umbrella. You know, it's a very difficult time. It was just a year ago when they made this move, and I don't think anyone would be thinking about sort of COVID impacting retail. But, you know, even back then, you know, retail was uh, was was in the midst of the, the the classic retail apocalypse. So it's been interesting to see like a very e-commerce heavy group jump in and purchase a, a popular retail brand of yesteryear. And, you know, they're going to be temporarily closing all 38 stores and, and trying to figure out the next route from here as people try to navigate the very dangerous um, brick and mortar processes that we're dealing with right now. On that note, you know, there was recent news that uh, Glossier is actually having to lay off all of their retail employees. And they're actually putting a pause on all of their uh, their three stores for the remainder of the 2020 and the remainder of the pandemic. Glossier is, of course, is, is forward thinking it gets on the digital front. But I think this is just there's another reminder that is an increasingly difficult time to, to strategize on, on the retail front and do things properly. So like I said, this is more of a pause, their team has said. Um, and I think uh, looking forward to them coming back and introducing probably even more creative ways because they have a sort of an experiential playground for, for beauty lovers on the, on the retail front. You can't always get that from the digital interaction and, and they've, they've made some huge strides on that front. So hopefully we see them back, uh, you know, as the world shifts back to normal over time. Yeah, back to some launches and fundraising here. So if you have not heard of Smalls, uh, Smalls is a a direct-to-consumer cat food company. And get this, they have raised the largest Series A funding round for a cat food startup ever. They just, uh, their Series A is a $9 million fund. Uh, It was led by Left Lane Capital. I just love seeing the cat food startup world explode. And we, we have a leader in Smalls. They said what they're going to do with this funding is, uh, you know, further develop the product portfolio, you know, more emphasis on creating innovative formulas for particular palettes. So we're going to get the the finest cuisine straight to your doorstep. I know we have some cat lovers on our team. Shout out to Chad, our CTO. He's expanding his cat portfolio as well. So this is an exciting time for Chad and Smalls. Yeah, last thing here is... Speaking of uh, the retail apocalypse and, and navigation, Under Armour is making a pretty awesome bold move by confirming some rumors uh, around that Steph Curry is going to get his own brand under them. The Golden State Warrior superstar is basically going to have a model that uh, that Nike, you know, rolled out with the Jordan brand for for Michael Jordan back in the day, and has been, you know 
transcending time and is just as popular now. I think, uh, you know, Under Armour's had some interesting troubles and questions around their, their strategies and business models as of late. And I think this is a, is a particular, like, interesting and, and good move for them to not just stay status quo, not kind of like wait out some of the, the retail troubles, but to basically launch under their, um, their portfolio that, uh, is immediately attractive to, all ages and in uh, all demographics. Steph Curry's lovable. Awesome move by Under Armour. I'm um, excited to see what this launch actually looks like. All right. So that was the first attempt and doing sort of a, a news and trend um, segment. So always looking for feedback on that front. Um, we'll continue to evolve this as well. So that's also all for this episode. Super excited to do a, a more long form, more official one. Um, you know, look out for the next one coming up. We've already teased it with Jonathan earlier, but we're going to have uh, a super awesome interview. You know, so it's not just yeah, Gora talking all the time. So look out for the next episode of Good Company coming straight to your ears soon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.